Peace, Rafiki Angu, Ashe. I want to give thanks to all the family and friends and ancestors that's joining us today. We have a wonderful show for you. We'll be talking about spirituality and does it has two sides. And when you're on your spiritual path, who do you allow to join you? And if your relationships affect your spiritual growth. So we have the wonderful Tiffany Banks joining us today. Um, how are you doing today? Hi, baby. I'm doing really well. Thank you for asking. That's good. That's good. Um, I'm glad to have you on the show. Um, um, today's conversation, I just want to um, get to know a little bit more about yourself and uh, maybe the spiritual journey or path that you're on. Um, and I will share, you know, um, minds as well so everyone can kind of get a feel for um, what kind of path we're on at this moment. Um, so with personally, um, do you see yourself as a spiritual being or person? I would like to think that I'm a spiritual being and or a person. Yes, I do see myself as such. Okay, um, so with the question, um, with your spirituality, do you, do you, do you practice it, like, or is it something that's just, um, that you feel that's in you and you, and you just kind of work with what's within? I think that's a really good question, and, um, being that I consider myself a spiritual person, I I guess I say I am just because I believe that we are spirit first uh, inside of this human body. And then in addition to that, I consider myself a spiritual person um, or I guess spiritually driven person because it's a everyday, my spirituality is my lifestyle. Whereas some people may not, um, they may have a spiritual side to them or understand their spiritual nature, but they don't necessarily live a spiritual lifestyle. So I hope I'm understanding the question and answering in the way that makes sense. No, definitely. You're making a lot of sense. And um, yes, you answered the question. Um, so. The lifestyle, the spiritual lifestyle, it is, some, it is something that you've been um, raised, where you raised, um, where your parents, um, would you say, very uh, practiced spirituality around you, so you were kind of raised in it, or is it something that you just explored and found yourself? I would say that I've always been exposed to spirituality through religious systems, various religious systems, and then over time developed my own desire or um, my own interest in spirituality outside of religious systems. And so it, it did start off with me being exposed to spirituality, uh, spiritual things, spiritual concepts, um, through 
religious systems. Yeah. No, um, religion, religion systems um, definitely use spirituality, I feel, um, in its practice. Um, so I was also enlightened through spirituality, through um, religious practice or reading reading the Holy Bible and um, talking to others yeah. who are religious. Um, I, I was able to have a spiritual connection or conversation with those people as well. Um, for me, um, spirituality is definitely a lifestyle. It's something that I had to change um, change my lifestyle, change kind of myself into um, accepting um, because, you know, um, we physically um, have to do so much and we try to do so much physically. Um, we kind of don't really have faith or really realize the other side of, of the spiritual realm, which is the spiritual physical realm, uh, on the opposite side is the spiritual realm. Um, so, as I started um, changing my lifestyle and um, changing myself, I started to feel um, a certain empowerment um, about myself and then about the path that I was on because I guess on my physical path, you know, I had a lot of concerns and worries and should I do this? Yeah. I, you know, what what I should actually be doing to not only provide for myself, but for my family, um, to where it's not a lot of risk or it's not a lot of time being taken um, because it's really hard to be connected um, with someone or even with yourself if you're if you're always working, if you're being overworked. Um, so, so that was that was a change for me that I had to make. Um, so my question for you is, um, did you notice any change for yourself um, when you became more spiritual, or not say became more spiritual, or when you started practicing your spiritual lifestyle? I did notice the changes, um, the shift and the changes that I was going through during different periods of time on the journey all forced me into deeper understandings and knowings of all about spirituality, which then led my whole lifestyle over time, of course. But just like you said, you know, it was about um, lessening the burden that you may have been under been experiencing at a particular time what put me on my path um, was experiencing my own burden depression uh, lack of clarity lack of vision um, lack of nurturing at a particular point where I needed it as a young woman looking, you know young woman and I needed answers on how to shift myself into um, or onto the path, onto my right path. I knew that I wasn't on the right path. You know, when you're a teen, you're just having fun and enjoying life. Of course, we have goals and ambitions, but yet still 
we could, depending on your family's family dynamic, may lack the wisdom and the direction. And for me, I didn't have that at that time. And therefore, I felt lost for a period of time. And I was not comfortable in being lost. And then I began to speak more deeply in again, different doctrines. I was reading, like you mentioned, I had read the Bible, which helped me on my journey to understand my spiritual nature, um, the nature of spirituality. So that really helped me to understand what was going on within me and that, hey, God is real. And yo, um, all I need is faith to get onto the path that I feel aligned to. And, you know, that was one step on my journey that helped to put me onto the spiritual lifestyle path. And I, I found myself in a better place. I found myself getting a better job, um, tackling semesters at a time a little better. Um, I was more focused. I felt more clear-headed. Uh, I wasn't entertaining negative energy as much as I was trying to me understanding the nature of spirituality more deeply. Um, I was getting things together in the physical, in, in my, my third-dimensional reality. Things were coming together. I was happier as a result of me understanding the spiritual nature the nature of spirituality rather that makes sense no definitely definitely and when you say nature it just kind of uh brings a thought to me that um we all um have to find a way um i say find a way to our spiritual journey our spiritual path because it's something that we we have to choose um to experience sometimes we have spiritual experiences that happen in front of us or occur and we witnessed it and and then we could have you know some you know we can say that oh yeah i felt that you know compared to um creating that feeling and i say creating that feeling because when you're on a spiritual um path or journey um you find ways to make yourself feel um, a certain way for me um, being that when I was changing myself I was trying to feel better not saying I was feeling down or depressed we, I feel we all go through that at moments but overall I wanted to um, feel more I wanted to feel myself like um it didn't, I was at the point where it didn't matter how others or coworkers or friends were um, relate, relating to me or looking at me as. I kind of just started feeling the way, well, I want to know more about myself because the, the more I know about myself, I'll be able to feel... Um, I guess feeling in the place because I felt so out of place before I was on my spiritual journey. I felt like the people I was around and the things I was doing, it really didn't fit me. It didn't feel like I could continue to do it. So when I made that change, 
it was all about a feeling and, and just not to feel accepted. So I guess when I found my way and I accepted this spiritual journey, it's been, um, it's been more lighter. It's been less of a burden um, yeah. on just physical, but also just my, my mental, the way I think. I'm able to um, just feel like there's plenty of opportunities, and I feel um, free within myself, if that makes any, make any sense. Yeah, yeah. One second. spirituality would you say it's a more physical um or emotional experience um or like 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 i don't know if that question makes sense um it does make a lot of sense um and that's good because i think it's a i think spirituality is the combination of both the unseen and the seen coming together and then you having an experience which ultimately proves the spiritual realm exists and how we can operate in our spiritual realm and in the physical. So it is both emotional, mental, physical. It's both unseen and seen in my opinion. So when I look at, when you ask me about emotional and physical, I, I think that I automatically look at that as unseen versus seen. I know that emotion um, is just one category of a being, one category of our human experience, and our spiritual experience. But um, I just broke it down to the unseen and seen, if that makes sense. No, definitely, because... Um, I feel the same way um, because I find that when we merge our thoughts and our sensations, so like our thoughts is dealing with our mental and our mind, and then sensations is dealing with the body, and when we can merge those two, it works well and gives us a balance. And and I think what, for me, spirituality and practicing spirituality, uh, it helps me keep a balance. Um, yeah. Because I know everything, um, I know, I feel everything comes from within. And that's, I haven't always felt like that, but the more um, that I continue to feel like everything starts within and from within, it manifests out. Um, and as I've been practicing that, I see that. So I am like following that practice and method to um, bring things about for me. So, my question, um, my next question would be, within yourself, do you feel like you're building something? Like, I don't know if that makes any sense, because I know in the Bible it says, it speaks about um, building the temple within, or the kingdom within oneself. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... What I get from that um, is that if we are building and working on our temple, um, 
working on ourselves, working on how we feel, how we think, how we operate. Um, mm-hmm. It shows, it, it kind of shows for itself. When I say shows for itself, um, you carry a certain type of glow or you have a, a light to where when people see you, they see that, they see what's inside. They see that temple, you know, that has a light on compared to mm-hmm. sometimes when people look at you and you're not in the best of uh, mental shape or emotional, they can see like that dark, um, like, uh, it's like a, it's more of a dark light and see that you might be um, going through some things or they can tell that something is dis-ease with, 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 with right. self. So, um, if, if you are building something with inside, how much detail do you use to develop it? Um, and, I, and, I, and that means the question, like, what do you do to kind of build your confidence up to, I mean, yeah. build your confidence up to be able to uplift others but not um, take in with, take in the stress or take in the worries of others? If you're, like, in, like, relationships or in, in any, like, work, you know, you could be at work and you might have a stressful boss or a co-worker, and when you're working with them and you're spending all that time, that yeah, energy kind of gets into your energy field, and then it, 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 it kind of, it, it can kind of start from there, you know, um, depending yeah, on... Yeah, definitely. On how... Um, to answer the first question... Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. To answer the first part of your question, I do believe that I am constantly um, maintaining my spiritual house, which is my other temple, my spiritual, my spirit man. I have this physical body, but I also have a spirit man. And I'm constantly maintaining that man, just like I would maintain me or that woman. I would cut, like, just like I would maintain my physical body, I would eat certain things to nourish my body to feel good, to operate at my optimal, and optimal, I want to say speed, but optimal capability. I would drink water, you know, for my physical body, work out, get some rest, things like that. But for my spirit man, my spirit woman, rather, um, I constantly... Um, I won't say constantly because that doesn't sound like a good word in your sense, but I would maintain or nourish, rather, my spiritual woman by cleansing. And cleansing, you can do many different ways. A lot of my cleansing is mental cleansing because the energies that we encounter on a daily are not just physical, but very much mental. And our mental our minds are directly connected to the universe and how the universe is built and how the universe is structured. Our little brains are um, micro examples of the macro universe, in my opinion. Um, And I do a lot of mental work by being with myself enough and then fitting my conscious mind to the outside of myself and cleaning up the garden, which is what I consider the subconscious mind. Any type of program that may have come toward me throughout the day or throughout the week, 
through music, through conversations with friends, through uh, movies that I may have watched, the news, the fake news, entertainment, you have it. I will do a survey of my inner subconscious land and see like, okay, where am I noticing any sub, any crap here? Am I finding, and, and oftentimes, I pay attention to the triggers, or I'm sorry, the alarm signals that are going off within me, or I'm sorry, even if so, some days I'm in a mood, and I ask myself, well, what is this mood all about? Oh, it's relating to um, an area that I feel like I don't have any control in, um, and perhaps, and I break it down to the essence after that, okay, we, you're uncomfortable, or you're in this mood because of a you're not having control in a particular situation. In essence, what you're really wanting, Tiffany, what you're really needing is to feel secure. And so what I'll do is I'll sit with myself and I'll blank my mind out, I'll cleanse it as best as I can, and I'll just become a witness of my own mind, allowing thoughts to pass through and pass by, and then I'll begin to go into mentalism and visualize myself in a secure state. Whatever that image is for me at that time, it could just be me laying on a bed of flowers, just laying and feeling secure underneath the thing that, that's securing me where I'm not thinking like in quick stand or something. Whatever the image of security is for me at that time, it could be my bank account having an extra $10,000 in it, which I feel more financially secure. Whatever that image is for me, I will have that in my mind's eye until I begin to feel secure. Because then I begin to activate the vibration of security. And then before I know it, boom, I'm experiencing things in my third dimension reality, my real life, my, my physical reality where I am secure. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just giving a real small example of what I would do to maintain that light within. Um, I guess to sum it all up, I first pay attention to any of my alarm signals, a mood, an experience, um, a thought, uh, whatever alarm signal that goes off for me, and then I'll analyze the alarm. What is this, what is this alarm telling Just like a smoke detector will tell you there's smoke in your house. Um, what is this alarm telling me about my inner self? And then I will begin to break it down to the lowest denominator and then work from there to ensure that I have that inside. Definitely. So, no, 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 I don't mean to cut you off. No, please. No, 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 I was going to say, no, I was going to say definitely, uh, I, that example that you used right there is, uh, very helpful, um, because that's something that I was practicing on, on trying to look at the details on how I'm analyzing, you know, what's going on within, um, you, and another way is, um, constant, a constant state of renewal. It's something that um, I try to do with my mind and my body. Um, like through meditation and deep breathing, um, I'm able to connect, try to connect the energy that I'm trying to put out there or trying to receive um, on, a, on a daily basis to realize that it be, 
becomes a habit and the more that we can um, detach from within, like once you see certain things make you feel a certain way, you can figure out why and where those thoughts might be coming and then you can detach um, those thoughts or, you know, things out, out so then, you know, down the line in, in, the, in, the, in the physical world, you know, some of those things will no longer be there. Um, when I say no longer be there, it's right. a lot of the stuff is in our mind. Um, we keep it, you know, we stay in the past. And so once we're in the past, we start right. feeling a certain way. So once we're feeling a certain way, you start seeing and feeling different things um, that's not actually there at, at the moment. You're just really kind of creating these things with your thoughts and, and, and just how you feel within. And it's, and it's hard to really believe that um, when you don't practice it or when you don't understand that what you think is, is what is created in, in some time or shape or form. It's just when you see it or when you, when you can be aware of it. Exactly. Um, a really good point. I think I was going to um, ask you the next question that leads to the second part of this conversation, and it is when it comes to when it comes to who you allow on your spiritual path. How do you determine who joins um, your your circle? When I say circle, like, um, for yeah. instance, family. Um, for me, I have a lot of family members. Um, and being that I started this spiritual journey, um, I had to, I noticed time went by, years went by, and I had to start separating myself from certain just family members. Um, yeah. Just for, for, for reasons that either for like less distractions or either or yeah. not to be influenced it could be older it could have been elders older, you know older adults and elders that I looked up to where um, it just wasn't on my path so the question yeah. to you I'll let you answer is um, who do you allow on your spiritual journey and um, how do you determine that yeah, that is a really, really, really good question because I believe that that question applies to so many different areas of life. And when it comes to spirituality and when you begin to live or make your spirituality your lifestyle, you'll really see who you don't mess with anymore and who you do mess with. Mess with meaning like who you know with, who you can be interlocked with on a... Uh, you know, constantly regarding all matters, general, physical, spiritual, you name it. But how, what I've experienced and what I use now to understand who's on my current path, which is over time and again and again and again, is by um, what I've experienced that every time I've gone through a spiritual awakening, because I've had more than one, and I, I believe that uh, we will always, we will continue to have more and more as we evolve as souls on this material plane. And so every 
anytime I've gone through a spiritual awakening, I've always either gotten separated from people that I was currently with, meaning, oh, we don't spend enough, we don't spend time anymore, um, we don't talk as much, we don't do the same things anymore. Um, sometimes conflicts will arise to solidify the separation that must happen because the universe is doing that to help people who aren't getting it from bird's eye view, from a higher dimensional way of understanding what's going on, it will, you will experience the separation through conflict, um, and then you'll find yourself gelling more with different types of people, more like-minded, more uh, aligned with spiritual conditions or spiritual ways of understanding the universe. Uh, you'll align more with those who you resonate with. And so over time, again, I've had more than one spiritual awakening, and we all will. Um, I find that, okay, some seasons I connect more with these people than I connect with others. Oh, and other seasons, and then other seasons come around where you're not connecting with people who you stop connecting with, maybe because they on your same frequency because of the fact that you've inspired them or they just may have been on that path as well, but maybe a few steps behind, not behind or in front. I really don't like to categorize spiritual awakening and individuals no longer dealing with each other in a way where it outlines people as being higher or lower. So I try my best to stay with that because people are on their path. Their path is their path. And the way that I will determine or better understand if I resonate with someone being a spiritual person or a person that that has a spiritual lifestyle um, is by just paying attention to the frequency that I'm in. If I'm on a frequency where I'm making my life better, I'm progressing, I'm happy, I'm, you know, dealing with my issues in a way where um, I'm learning and growing and the people around me are learning and growing. If I'm on that frequency and the people or a person that I'll just use one person, for example, that I'm connecting with is not comfortable with I am, that just means that they're not on the same radio station. And I use radio station administration for frequency. You're listening to heavy metal, I'm saying heavy metal, that I'm using it as an example. You're listening to heavy metal and I'm listening to jazz. We have two different songs playing on in our background, therefore we don't resonate. And it's all good. I'm learning to say it's all good. Um, and that just allows me or gives me the wisdom to tread, you know, easily with that individual because I don't necessarily have to say goodbye. I just have to say this may not be where I deposit much of my energy and time because I want to continue to listen to jazz because jazz is helping me right now. The truth is being heavy metal and heavy metal doesn't help me. Heavy metal and jazz not being, not either one being good or bad. I'm just using again, just using them as an example to illustrate frequency and how people will find themselves on two different frequencies. And that will show you who you should align more with during the season who you shouldn't. That, I hope mm-hmm. that answered your question mm-hmm. as far as how to determine. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I thought you were done. Continue. No, I, I think 
summed it all up right there with um, determining how making the determination about who should go with you spiritual path shouldn't. I no longer say I'm saying goodbye to people. I just now recognize that we're on two different frequencies and that's okay. Hey, what hell might want to listen to heavy metal? And I might be able to vibe with you on that frequency. You know? But if I more so want to be in the, on the jazz radio station, I may not come down or come not down. I'm not fucking with heavy metal as much. I'm going to be more on the and so I'm not necessarily saying that people can't come or I won't go there. I'm just saying I'm going to be on my station and perhaps they're not, it's all good. No, definitely, definitely. I, um, I understand what you're saying. Um, cause I find myself, uh, like not saying goodbye and kind of just, you know, separating and, and letting, uh, letting things go into his own flow I think the universe has its yeah. own flow of things and no matter how bad we want to connect with someone or stay connected to someone like you said conflicts or things happen and it, it kind of forces that movement to happen um, yes. my question to you next would be well is someone expected to remain the same person when they enter a relation a relationship? I say like, let's say you're dating. Let's say you're dating someone, and dating goes from dating to becoming into a committed relationship. Now that um, now that you guys are committed into a relationship, um, are you supposed not supposed, but if you do evolve? spiritually um, is there a problem with that um, when I say a problem do you see a problem um, occurring in relationships like let's I'll back up if you're in a relationship yeah. no, that's, that's a really good... go ahead go ahead no please rephrase your question as you want to oh could I just go rephrase it so it might be a little clearer um, if you enter a relationship with someone who's not on who you meet and you, and you both are on your spiritual journey or spiritual path um, and as the relationship evolves um, one kind of not fall off path because you could we all can I can't say all, but I feel like we can step away from our spiritual journey, our spiritual path, and, 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 and be entertained by other things, a job, career, or any other um, outer source. So my question is, do you have to remain the same? Do you feel someone have to remain the same to be in a relationship? That's a really good question. Can I say that because I've heard many instances and situations where people grow apart because of their new spiritual awakening, their next level spiritual awakening. And um, I believe people are going to continue to awaken. And you may have had, you and I may have had this 
season spiritual awakening and in five years we may have another awakening that says okay the old way that i operated may not be the way that i want to operate now therefore my lifestyle change and so when you're in a relationship um you got into the relationship because there was an experience of harmony that took place you guys were working and moving and being um yourself and it worked well it, it, it meshed and, and connected well for you your lifestyles merged well easily i don't think easily just it there was a good harmonious merge even if it was just first or second you guys found yourself in a relationship and a connection or an official relationship however we can look at it for the example but one person says, you know what, I, I don't like, I don't believe in meditation anymore. Now I believe in straight mentalism or let's say not mentalism, let's say straight, um, I want to go back into the religious system, into a religious system because that resonates with that person now, you know? Not to say that people in a religious system try to meditate, but let's just say someone who's more omnious wants to go, yeah, let's use this as an example, forgive me for my all around the world no illustration here, but <laughs> let's say there's one person in a relationship that says, I no longer want to be an omnious where I don't find, where I don't limit the truth coming to me. Um, and they can come, the truth can come to me through various doctrine and various religious religious systems, pantheons, denominations, but all of a sudden in, in the relationship that they're in, they're both omnious together. They both go to Buddhist temples or the or um yeah, they both meditate at a Buddhist temple. They both practice Buddhism and also can look into the African spirituality systems, the Orishas or the Egyptian pantheon. They can just dive into various things and discover various truths out of and from all of these different systems. And then one partner says, you know what, I think I want to go back into Catholicism because that's where, um, or let's not say Catholicism, let's say I want to go back into the Baptist church because that's what resonates with me because whatever reason it just feels warm, it feels good, they feel good there, they've gotten a good dose of truth where they want to practice in that way. I'm just using this as an example. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It can pose a really big problem for some for a relationship because people are different, you know? And the path that we are all on may not always be the same. And I don't think that people should um, force their partner to stay and stay the same. And if they have unconditional love in that connection, they will be able to say, I understand that you are there now. Well, I'm here, and I like being here. And you know what? You like being here. If you can love someone, that's, that's a hard thing to do. But if there's unconditional love there, you can find a middle point. Trust me. You can find a middle point. I'm experiencing in my own life where, yo, the truth you find over there at the Baptist church and the truth I find over here at the Buddhist temple, they're almost the same. So we can still relate. 
but it's going to take like maturity to understand that I, I you know I'm going over there to the temple now and I may not want to go with you to the church uh, but you may not want to go with you to the temple it's going to take maturity and understanding that you may not do everything together you may not be, be do everything every all of your spiritual practices you may have done together simultaneously with one another you might be on two different wavelengths when it comes to what you do spiritually, but there's a way to bring it all together if you want to experience that in a situation where there's unconditional love there. If you want to. Some people may not want to. Some people may want to. Okay. Definitely, definitely. Um, no, no, I, you definitely uh, gave a great example um, and answer um, because my 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 last question or not it don't have to be the last question but with with this is saying um do you feel that relationships can stunt your spiritual growth uh uh and i'm talking about relationships a relationship that you're kind of like your partner not like um, a family member or a sibling but someone that you're like a partner dealing with uh committed to um do you feel like having that type of relationship or if you're in a relationship with a certain person could stunt the, your, your spiritual growth? I, I do. I believe that you trying to hold on to someone who wants to continue to listen to him, who's on a different radio station, but you need, your soul needs you to listen to another radio station. And because you want to remain with this person, and in order for you to remain with this person, you have to be, you have to listen to certain radio stations, it can really spread your evolution as your, yeah, your evolution as a soul. As a soul experiencing or manifesting itself, even in this material plane, it can stunt your growth. And that's when you, um, make those determinations like well this person has to remain on the heavy metal station they have to because that's all they know and that's all that they can tune into right now that's when you have to make the decision that i gotta dial in the fucking else and that may mean separation it may mean time it may mean you know that unconditional loving way of understanding that they're there and i'm here but we can kind of find a medium um so it is a very delicate scenario where you definitely need to be mindful of where a person is and where a person is requiring you to be if you are with them romantically in a romantic partnership because that's where you have to be in order to be with them, then you're never going to evolve. If you have to remain where you more than likely shouldn't any longer did I illustrate that clear enough I know I do you know a lot of illustrations and no 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 no
it can throw off your rhythm. Like, you know, like if you listen to yeah. jazz and then they come in and then they, they're like, oh, they changed the jazz station to heavy metal. You might listen to the heavy metal because, you know, you're with them, but at some point it's going to throw off your rhythm. And, uh-huh. and so, and so that, yeah, I, I find, I find it that, um, that when you're in a relationship, it has to, like you say, it has to be a, um, a gray area or a middle area where you can um, both meet, and, and I say meet, but be in a good space with each other, um, knowing that you guys might not be on the same path or might not be on the same rhythm, but rhythm changes like like anything else. Yeah. Like one day it's like yeah. this rhythm and the next day it's like this. So it's kind of with the two understanding that with the change of rhythm, if you can, you know, accept the rhythm or the, the heavy music that your partner listens to from time to time or the times where you experience it and then able to get back into your rhythm, listening to the jazz and, and, and smoothing yeah. smooth you out. If you can do that, I feel that um, the relationship can be great for the spiritual growth because the two, I feel the more energy that's, that's one, because all energy to me is one, but when you could put them together, they become more powerful. Um, so when you're in a relationship, if you can remain one to have more energy, more power within everything you do with your growth, with your building, with your stability, um, that's great. And then, um, but like you said, um, if it's something that's throwing your rhythm off or having you stay at a frequency where you can no longer grow and it's actually bringing a dis-ease or discomfort to how you feel, then it's gonna, it's gonna, um, it's not gonna work in your favor, um, or you'll be having to use more energy to get back into the space that's, you know, safe for you or comfort for you, which, um, it could be pushing, pushing away from others, and when you're in a relationship with someone, it's kind of hard to push someone away, because how can you care or love someone unconditionally when there's at times where you're pushing them away? Instead of like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna let them just meet me back at the at the middle area or the, you know that that midpoint to where we can connect and accept each other for where we're at at the moment, and then you know continue to you know like work together, move forward, grow, and um, just sh- share. I guess you know um I, I believe when you're in a relationship you're exchanging and sharing energy so that energy is the same energy that you get from your spirit so you know you want it all to be organic you know and and pure so that things work and yeah. flow um but I want to thank you for uh, having the conversation with us about uh, spirituality and your spiritual uh, lifestyle that you practice. Um, you want to leave contacts uh, a way that people can uh, follow you on different platforms or anything where they can reach you um, of any sort? Yes. 
tour. Thank you for having me. I really did appreciate and enjoy the conversation. Um, I think that those were all great questions and um, something that we should always think about. So those are questions that we should constantly think about on our journey. Um, If anyone is interested, uh, I would definitely encourage you to go to my website, which is tiffanybankswork.com. Thank you. 